Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is the continuation of the discussion of the remembrance of death. Yaz bin Qatada Hami Rahmatullah Ali looked into a mirror once. He noticed white hair on his head. He said, after the appearance of white hair, there remains no other occupation other than the occupation of the Akhirat. Now the time to proceed to the Akhirah has dawned. Thereafter he began exerting himself excessively in preparing for the Akhirah. Once on a Friday, after completing his Salah, he was coming out of the mosque. He looked up towards the sky saying, Your coming is very blessed. I was impatiently waiting for you. Thereafter he said to those with him, When I die, you should take me and bury me at Malhub, a name of a place. Thereafter his soul was extracted and he fell on the ground. Before the demise of the student of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi Ibrahim bin Hani rahmatullahi his son asked, he asked his son, did the sun set as yet? He replied, not as yet, O oh my father. In this critical sickness, there is permission to break an obligatory fast and you are only observing an optional fast. Please break it. Ibrahim bin Hani rahmatullahi after seeing something strange said, wait, for such things a person has to do good deeds. This is an indication towards an ayah in Surah Wasafat wherein Allah Ta'ala says, Verily, this is a great success. For such a success should a person perform deeds. Thereafter he passed away. Ibrahim Hakim Hayri was sitting and writing something. While writing, he took out the pen from his fingers and said, If this is the name of death, then by the oath of Allah, it is a very good death. Saying this, he passed away. When that approached Abu al-Wafa bin Aqil rahmatullahi his household folk began crying. He said, for 50 years you have been stopping it. Now for how long will you stop it? Leave me so that I can welcome its approach. Imam Ghazali rahmatullahi the author of the famous kitab Ihya al-Ulum, after making wudu, read his Fajr Salah on a Monday. Thereafter he called for his kafan. He kissed it, placed it on his face and said, with great joy, I am presenting myself in the service of the king. Saying this, he spread his feet towards the Qibla and immediately passed away. Ibn al-Jawzi says, Before the demise of my Ustad, Abu Bakr bin Habib, his students requested him for some advice. He said, I give you three advices. Number one, fear Allah. Number two, meditate upon him in solitude. And number three, fear that which I am facing, that is death. I am 61 years of age, but it seems as if, as if I have never seen this world. That is, it has passed so quickly. Thereafter, he asked someone besides him, See, has sweat appeared on my forehead? He replied, Yes, it has appeared. He said, All praises for Allah, this is a sign of death upon Iman, as it has been mentioned in the hadith. These are all the incidents of people who had prepared for death. And they had spent their lives in a way that they were ready for death. So when the time came, it wasn't something that they were now trying to escape or nobody can escape death. but something that they were trying to now hope that it never came. They were more than ready for it. So this is the thing that we have to do to be prepared for death. 
the dunya the dunya will continue but those who understood what is the reality they all the time kept in this readiness harun rashid was a very very great king he was a pious king and though he was in his kingdom being a king he was in the middle of all his luxuries and comforts as well though a pious person but his son was somebody even beyond him he was a young boy he had this yearning for the akhirat and he would be totally aloof from the kingdom and things of the king dress himself in simple clothing and he would have had he had no interest in the things of dunya as, as such so one day the courtiers of harun rashid this was an ongoing thing every now and then they would say it one day they said it again to him a little bit more intensely that the son of yours is becoming an embarrassment this is how he is totally disinterested in the things of the kingdom he dresses in a simple way doesn't even conduct himself like a prince so harun rashid called for him he said to him that you are becoming an embarrassment to me so when harun rashid told him this he in a respectful way but he replied actually i am embarrassed by your engrossment in the world but it seems like now the time has come for me to go my way so he took his one quran and he left as he left he decided to go and meet his mother so his mother gave him one ring perhaps some day he might have some need he might sell this off and use it he went away in some distant land far away and he would work one day in the week and six days he would then dedicate himself to the ibadat of allah taala so one person abu amir basri he relates the incident he says he needed somebody to do some work he came he asked him you'll do some work he saw him sitting there where people normally sit looking for work so he said yes what you work you have have to build a wall very well fix the price a very very nominal amount he says i won't take more than this no problem at the end of the day he comes to give him his money he sees he's done one person has done 10 people's work so he decided to give him more pay him more he says i only will take what i agreed on that one dirham bas that's it he took his money and went away the next day he goes for him they say no he's not around he only works one day a week Six days he's then dedicated to Allah Taala's ibadat, and that one day what he earns, that is it, what he uses for the whole week. So after one week again, Abu Amir Basri comes, finds him sitting in the same place. Says, Will you do the work again? I have some more work. He says very well. So that day he puts him onto the work, and then he goes away, but comes back quietly to see how what is this person doing? How is he? Last time one person did ten people's work. so he is secretly looking and he sees this person is taking the mortar the cement and he's putting it where the bricks are and the bricks are joining themselves he realizes this person has some unseen help with him he is some special servant of allah taala this is allah taala's doing with some of his servants this is a reality so many cases have happened like this people have witnessed it first hand so in any case at the end of that day again he decided to pay him more he refused and then he went away one week later again abu amir basri goes to look for him he is not there so inquire somebody says he is very ill 
somehow he finds out where he is living deep in the forest somewhere, comes to his house, a little shack. He comes in, this person is lying almost unconscious with his head on a brick. So he makes salam loudly, finally he opens his eyes, he recognizes him. So he says, I was waiting for you. Then he says to him that look, this Quran and this ring, when I pass away, one is that this water jug I have, which I used to make wudu, and this turban, these two things give it to the person who's going to dig my grave as his payment. And this Quran and ring, you must go to Baghdad and make sure you give it to Harun Rashid in his hands. Tell him that there was a stranger. Stranger said, must give this amanat to you. And he quoted some couplets that say these couplets to him also. So in any case, he said these things and a short while later he passed away. So Abu Amir Basri, rahmatullahi now he realized that the way he said it, he realized that this is no ordinary person, this is some person from the royal family. In any case, he attends to the funeral, buries him, etc. Then he takes that Quran and that ring and he goes. And he comes to Baghdad, Harun Rashid is leaving on some errand. So he goes up to him and he says, look, I need to say something. What you need to say, he presents that Quran and that ring. He says, this one stranger gave this. He said, I must give it to you personally in your hands. And say that this is the amanat of, of that stranger boy who has now left the world. So Harun Rashid's son got a shock. But he immediately told somebody, take him in. I'm coming just now. And he came back. Harun Rashid inquired, what happened? How this, where did you meet him? All the details, any case, is a long incident. Then he narrated the couplets. He says, your son gave me this message as well. To give you this message. Now this was the parting advice. So, the message he gave was, Ya sahibi, la takhtarir bitana'umi, fal'umru yanfadu wal-na'imu yazulu. That, oh my father, don't become deceived with all these luxuries and comforts. Don't become deceived with dunya. فَالْعُمْرُ يَنْفَدُ وَالنَّعِيمُ يَزُولُ This life is going. All this will perish. Nothing is going to remain forever here. وَإِذَا حَمَلْتَ إِلَى الْقُبُورِ جَنَازَةً فَعَلَمْ بِأَنَّكَ بَعْدَهَا مَحْمُولُ When you carry a janazah to the grave, then remember very well, tomorrow you are going to be carried as well. So this was the message says that he gave him. Any case, there's many details to the incident. The lesson in this is this very message. That this dunya is not a place that we should get caught up in. We will use the dunya, we will earn the dunya in a halal way for our needs, for our necessities, but not with forgetting death. Not that a person is now oblivious of akhirat, that this dunya becomes the be-all and end-all, and life carries on as if it will never finish off, and this world is the place of permanent abode. No, we will conduct ourselves in the dunya, like a person on his way to Akhirat. The Hadith Nabi Salaam says, Kun fi dunya ka'annaka gharib, aw abiru sabil, that live in the world as if you are a stranger. A stranger, somebody comes, he comes to live in Phoenix for a few days, he's also a stranger. He's come from maybe some country overseas. So he's a stranger, he's come to live for 10 days, but he's still a stranger. But he's living in one place for 10 days. Nabi Salaam says, live as a stranger. Bal, 
Oh, abiru sabil, oh, meaning bal. No, not even that. Rather, like a person on the way, on the road. The person who is going to stay in one place for 10 days as a stranger, he too makes himself a little bit comfortable. But the person who's on the road, he takes even less notice of what's around him. He is more concerned on reaching the destination. So dunya is a place that we have to take care of our needs. It's a place of asbab and needs and means. But this is not our object, this is not our focus of life. This is not where we're going to remain forever. And all the time we are getting news and messages, this person is gone, that person is gone. As Hazrat Umar said once, that every day it is a message that so-and-so has passed on, and so-and-so has passed on, فَلَا بُدَّ مِنْ يَوْمٍ يُقَالُ مَاتَ عُمَرُ Sometimes it says, مَاتَ فُلَان وَمَاتَ فُلَان This person has passed away, and that person has passed away. وَلَا بُدَّ مِنْ يَوْمٍ يُقَالُ مَاتَ عُمَرُ One day is going to come, it is going to be said, Umar has passed away. So likewise, one day is going to come, that our names is going to be on that board. That this person is gone. Before that time, we have to be also prepared for it. The preparation for that is that we engage ourselves in living the life that we have in the way that Allah Ta'ala has commanded. In the way that Rasulullah Sallallahu has taught us. So in that a person will continue with his earnings, he'll continue with his job, with his work, with his profession, with his business. But everything within the limits of deen. And in a way that earns the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, ishadu Allah, ya